And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents Devin's Things I Like. I'm Devin, and this is what I really like. You want to know what I like? Bill Berry's unibrow. It's not even the unibrow itself I like. It's his steadfast commitment to it. It probably was an efficient sweat catcher when he was just a Georgia boy wearing overalls without a shirt and banging on pots and pans for the family's prized hog. But by the time Murmur came out, there must have been enough in petty cash for at least a quick wax. But nope. In every music video and every photo shoot, there he was, looking like Bob Ross drew a soaring bird on his lower forehead. And I know once Michael Stipe gave up and turned into a less manly version of Powder, there had to be clippers and razors all over that tour bus. Yet old Billy Boy stayed true to who he was, an indie rock drummer with a large caterpillar gently resting above his eyes. Bill Berry's unibrow, you're what I like. in whenever you want. I'm going to just keep going. All right. Somewhere in there I heard the assassination of 311. <laughs> Thank you for picking up on that. That's why I like my shotgun. I could, uh, I don't know, shoot things with it. We need more drops. I don't. I was thinking about that today, but I was too la- lazy as What's I normally drop? am. Well, you know, like, those things? Yeah, those things in there. Things we could hit. I'll think of some shit. <laughs> we'll come up with them. All right. Uh, welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Richie. And what's going on, dude? A whole lot of shit. Yeah, you came in not into not into uh, good of a mood. Yeah, not in the best mood today. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, though. You going to make though. it through the show? I always shake it off. I brush it off. Yeah? Yeah. I like that hoodie. Or not a hoodie, sweatshirt. Thanks. This is like my color. Yeah, it looks maroon. Kinda, a maroon. Maroon. What a maroon. What's Reckless? Just a clothing company? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Like one of those cool skate clothing companies. Yeah, but don't tell anyone it says Los Angeles. Because <laughs> we're beefing right now. Oh, yeah. Fuck LA. LA high five. We, we got the beef going on. Fuck the West Coast. I got fucking Tech Nines and Uzis and uh, trying to get mine. and Seven Mac 11s. Yes, I got them all stored up. So when, it goes, when the shit goes down from Awkward High Five East Coast against Awkward what, what High is Five their, West Coast. What is their thing again? I forget what it was. You know what? You would think, since I brought this up on the last episode, that I would have done some research since then. <laughs> I didn't. Fuck them. Um, from, from what I know, you know what? I mean, I guess I could look it up. Let's, yeah. Uh, it could, it's our lawyer's job. He's the one that's going to sue their fucking bulls. <laughs> You're the one that's got law. You, do you know I've never had, I've never used used a lawyer in my whole entire life. I, that's awesome. I don't even know what I, how I would do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. Like, how to get one? Yeah, like, I uh, want to know where to go. I'd give you a good one. Okay. Uh, but You know what my lawyer said to me once? He goes, what, are you going to pay my son's college tuition? I was like, you're a fucking dick for saying that. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, but he's a dick. Uh, you know what? I'm fucking looking at shit. And uh, what's this? Team Awkward High Five. You know, I put in Awkward HI5 and our shit comes up right away. That's uh, what it's all about. Eastside. Oh, this is something from Yelp, and it says Team Awkward High Five. I don't know. But anyway, I can't. Right? They weren't a show or anything. They were. They're just like. A, well, I think they're. I think they're a YouTube show, which is a, which is a popular thing. Um, and from what I remember, they highlight local Los Angeles uh, musicians oh, okay. or whatever. So singer songwriter kind of shit. Yeah, they're still gonna get sued. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I don't know. But anyway, the East Coast, West Coast beef is on. Mm-hmm. I'm it's going call, down. I'm going to get Suge Knight out here. He's going to take care of it. He'll run him over. <laughs> yeah, don't get Suge Knight. He's He'll fucking scary. He'll run over scary. their head. The, the, I've seen a lot of movies this year. You know, I, I saw the Star Wars, or was that last year? Whatever. And then the last, you know, I went and saw the Star Wars that had the, the evil guy from Girls in it. And I watched Deadpool the other day. That looks like it sucks. Uh. You know what? Here's the thing. I, you know, I'm not a superhero guy, right? Which is weird because I was a comic book kid when I was younger. 
But I just can't. These superhero movies really are, you know. But I, I buckled. They're super cheese. I buckled under pressure. Well, I shouldn't say I buckled under pressure. I was bored. I didn't really have much to watch. And I was just looking for a movie that I could just put on and not have to think about, you know. I had watched uh, Anomalisa, which was like a real thought. It was a Charlie Kaufman film. It was really thought-provoking, and my brain was kind of wasted from it. I just wanted to watch things blow up and people get killed. Yeah, deflate. I heard that Deadpool was was decent, so I threw it on. And uh, you know what? Like, I, I guess for superhero movies, I don't know. I, I feel so out of uh, aligned. I feel so out of place in the world of entertainment because I'm not a superhero movie fan. And it's everybody I know, I know is a exactly superhero movie fan. Mean. And I'm not trying to say this like, oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm fucking, I'm not going along with the masses and, and I'm a contrarian shit. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I would love to watch those films. I collected all the comic books when I was a kid. The films are just big comic books. I just, I don't know what it is or why it is, but they just very rarely, I think there's been a few that I saw that I kind of was like, liked, but th- at the end of the day, they're all just really silly, yeah, you know? Yeah. And the thing with Deadpool was, I guess it was one of the better ones. It was definitely better than any of the, the Batmans or the, the, the uh, Spider-Mans or any of the other silly ones. Definitely better than the Avengers. I like the Avengers. That's Did the one you? I like, yeah. You know which one I liked? And it's probably because I like the dude was uh, Gar- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was a good movie. With the tree and the raccoon and yeah. shit. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, here, and here's the thing. Yeah. If it's going to be fucking silly people running around with capes acting like they're animals, you might as well have a real animal in a fucking tree yeah, in there. embrace you, the silly. Yeah, right. Get yeah, fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, have, no, have, I like that movie too. That was good. And uh, and that, that Chris Pratt dude is fucking, he's good in everything. Besides yeah. that Jurassic Park film, nothing would have saved that. But, yeah, yeah, that movie blew. But, uh, but yeah, I like that one. I like the first Iron Man. Mm. That was that was cool. I never saw any of the other ones. Me neither. Avengers was silly. I like the Avengers. I like the one. I don't know if there's more than one, but I like the one where the um where Iron Man's computer turns bad. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. I like that one. Wasn't that the plot of Superman three with Richard Pryor? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but the, the computer. I don't know. The computer gets infiltrated by another computer and turns bad. And they all have to fight it, but. Wait, which 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 is the one where uh, fucking uh, Mickey Rourke is uh, throwing fucking electric lassos around and shit? That's an Iron Man, I think. Yeah, I yeah. saw that one. He's Tesla. Is that the first one or the <laughs> second one? I think it's the second one. Oh, so then I saw two of them. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I I would say that that Deadpool was was probably the best, um, just because it poked fun at the whole thing, you know. But the thing that bothered me about Deadpool is like th- there are so many good opportunities for comedy there. And and don't get me wrong. There is definitely funny bits in that film. There was times where I actually laughed at the film and I was like, oh, that was good. Because of Ryan Reynolds? Well, Ryan Reynolds is a comedy actor. Yeah, he used to be a comedy but actor. But he has comedy chops. Yeah. You know, like, look. I'd, Something happened to him. I'd love to hate the guy because he's fucking gorgeous and fucking. Married to Blake Lively. And, and, yeah, and fucking used to bang Scarlett Johansson. And, for real. And fucking. Bastard. Uh, yeah, I would love to hate the guy on that. It's the same thing with like I'll smell his dick before I kick his ass. I'm not gonna say he's <laughs> I'm not gonna say he's a fucking Ryan Gosling or Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio, which are all three like hot ass dudes that I'd love to hate, but I can't because they're fucking amazing actors. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say he's an amazing actor. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I've ever even seen any of his serious shit. He did that one film where he was just uh, caught in a, locked in a coffin the whole time, and he had to get he get buried alive that. or some shit. He was in Smoking Aces. He was a Fed. Oh uh, right, right. I, I think I saw that. Yeah, he's pretty good in that. Anyway, the, the guy's got comedy chop. He came from comedy. He right. came from sitcoms. He did Waiting was funny. Yeah. Van Wilder just was, was, was funny great. enough. Was it? I never saw that. That's like one of my favorites. Is that comedies. the one where he was fat and then yeah. he got skinny? Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Dustin, never stopped me from getting busy. I've never seen that film. It's funny as shit. Anyway. So he's got comedy timing. T.J. Miller's in it. One of the funniest people fucking ever is in it. And but they, the thing is, is that you're supposed to continually laugh that the superhero is saying blowjob and cock. And after like the first two or three blowjobs and cocks, it's not funny anymore. That's yeah. what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, fart it's, jokes. It's an, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a bunch of dick jokes. And yeah, you yeah. know, and it's it's done well. But you know, again. I'm sure everybody listening at home, because I know it's like broke all these box office records and everybody's wearing Deadpool masks and fucking jerking off and shit, yeah. loving it. So I'm sure everyone who's listening to this at home is being like, 
you guys fucking suck. This is the best movie ever. And I see why everybody liked it. It was definitely better than 99% of the superhero movies I watched, but I don't know. And it's a different kind of superhero. People got to switch it up, you know, instead of wearing another Batman mask. You yeah. Know? Does he have nipples? Does he not have nipples? You know? Yeah. See, the Deadpool thing was past my time because I think he came out in like the early 90s, which would have put me as a teenager where... Oh, so that is a real comic, Deadpool. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, just yeah. make that up out of nowhere. No, no. That's oh, a real okay. comic character. All right. I never, th- I never seen that. They're almost all comic characters. You know, like uh, there's, there's a bunch of movies, I guarantee you, that you've watched that you didn't even know were comic books because since the big comic book boom all the studios are just going around trying to get whatever little fucking uh yeah yeah like at whatever little property they can right you know? did we use this guy yet did yeah right hear? like even in deadpool there's they use two x-men um one of them is colossus which is he's been an x-men forever he's the giant fucking yeah, yeah. Tim guy the or whatever rock yeah but the other one is a uh oh god now i forget her name but 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 it's it's a name they stole a, it's it's a comic it's a recent comic book character that they took her name from the name of a monster magnet song and it's something 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 it's actually a pretty cool name and they reference it in a thing but like monster magnet yeah she's so she's such a small character but they're like put her in this giant movie because they're just taking whoever they possibly can and, you know, trying to make things work or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think that uh, the Suicide Squad movie looks like it could be cool. Uh, I would just like to see Margot Ro- Robbie or whatever yeah. her name is. Robbie running around in the tightest shit as possible. I know. Because, fuck, that girl is amazing. Yeah. Like, unbelievably gorgeous. Her body's, like, too perfect. You know? Like, in Wolf of Wall Street when she gets ass naked. It's, like, too fucking perfect. You know what? Like, I, I Here's the thing with fucking chick, Like, chicks that hot. I don't think I want to see him naked. I'd rather see the, the imagination, the right? bikini, or the fu- like. Like Wolf of Wall Street, all, almost all the scenes that she was in, I was sitting there like fucking biting my lower lip, like holy shit. And the scenes that she was naked, I appreciated it. I didn't fast forward or turn it off. But those weren't the scenes that I was like, oh my fucking god, I know what you, mean. you know? Yeah. Well, she is just, like you know that body is just exactly what you think it would be, right? You know. She's also like 22 years old. Or Is something. she really? Yeah, she's fucking young awesome. as shit. That's fucking great. But, uh, God, I'm trying to look up at this fucking. Um, Is she really that young? Yeah, well, she might be oh, older shit. now, but when she was in. Uh, when she was in. Woof. Woof. The Woof? The Werewolf? I like Werewolves. <laughs> when she was in Wolves of, of Wall Street, she was definitely yeah. fucking early 20s. Anyway, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That's the chick's name, which was definitely a. Uh, I believe it's Monster Magnet. Now I'm second guessing myself. But yeah, Monster Magnet song. They were heavy, boy. Monster <laughs> Magnet. <laughs> the guy stood up on the stage. He said, "What's the, what's the joke about how it? many people feel, feel like, like animals? <laughs> <laughs> how many people feel like humans?" <laughs> um, what was I going to say? We were talking about oh. Today, I apologize. Anyway, listen, we're going to be all over the map today. Yeah, fuck it. This is we're a Friday show. It up. Fucking. I'd love to say that we were drunk or high or, or crazy, but we're not. We're just stupid fucking sober. Yeah, sober as nails. You know what I noticed before I get to the, the other thing I was going to say? You, you know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm trying to give up alcohol. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to go bone dry or anything, but I'm just at least trying to, to uh, dry out until I go to Iceland. Um, it, it, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to drink or not, but my plan is not to drink. Not to drink so frivolously. No, my plan is... an occasion. Yeah, my plan is... Yeah, right. Is not to drink for no reason. If there's Mm. an actual party to go to, maybe I'll sip on a few, but not get hammered or whatever. But I don't even know. We'll see if that happens. But... Bet you it doesn't. But... (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I know. I know. I know. That's why I don't want to do it. (laughs) But here's the thing. What I wanted to say is uh, it, it automatically makes me not a sociable person. Like... What? Not drinking? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, it's Friday night. I could fucking get, you know, I know people that are doing shit. I, I got a couple texts uh, that were like, yeah, we're doing this tonight or whatever. And normally I'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll finish up this fucking podcast and I'll be there or whatever. And I got them and I was just like, nah, I'm not, you know, like. If because I'm, of the not boozing. Because of the not boozing. That, yeah. I think that is a sign of an alcoholic. It has I think to be. so, too. If you don't want to go hang out with people that you like and just because you're not going to be getting drunk with them, you know, or. or or be around people that are drinking and shit. Yeah. You know? I don't I don't know. Even I've gone out and not drank before. Yeah, well, but you have a lot of shit to sustain yourself. 
I thought that was going to slip by and I was going to be all good. I don't even have the vape right now. The vape is dry. I got to fucking, I have to smoke a uh, flower pot, which you love to call it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we go out to a bar or something like that. You got to smoke before you get there and hope that that shit rides out. Yeah. And it's not even fucking fun. Or you can go behind a dumpster, have a good dumpster smoke. That's true. Bring the one hitter. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, I'm already, I'm like a week dry and I'm already coming up against it where I was like, nah. So how do you, do you feel physically better? Well, I feel physically better. I, I'm sure that the, the week of, because I go, I'll, I'll normally go, you know, the weekdays without drinking. I very rarely drink during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I'll normally drink on a Friday and a Saturday or or one of those and then not drink until the next Friday or Saturday. But uh, I, I do feel better because of the the amount of exercise and, and, and healthy eating that I've been doing, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, that'll do it. Which is another thing is uh i i what was it last it had to be last friday night maybe after the show or maybe even before that maybe it was during the week i was watching a ball game i had some tito's i was like you know what i'm gonna drink a fucking tito's and and uh i drank two like you know medium-sized glasses of vodka and i and i got a buzz on but i just felt like shit you know and i think it's because i'm eating so healthy and i'm working out so much that my body's really resistance it's it's recognizing it as what it is is poison yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. it's just saying like get the shit out of there yeah. you know so i you know i don't fucking know i remember um when i was strictly just a booze and herb kind of guy and that was my thing pretty much you know most of the week yeah and uh if i went a good amount of time without boozing or even smoking weed I would start feeling this natural high. I don't know if it's just being awake and having energy. <laughs> just having your eyes open for <laughs> yeah, once. being a normal person. But I remember feeling like, you know, this like natural high where I was like, holy shit, you know, this must be what like straight edge people feel, you know? It was crazy. Well, you know the weird... Okay, so the weird thing about straight edge is every straight edge kid that I've ever known that, that didn't get... Especially when we were younger, you know, teens and 20s and Collapsed. Stuff, well, no, it became like full blown drug. Well, addicts. yes, I, I actually, yes, I can honestly say I don't know one straight edge person from our youth that is still straight edge. I don't, right. I, you know, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm not saying anything about the guys who are nailed to the X, whatever you want to do. <laughs> that's what I can find. But, uh, but the sheer fact of it is anybody who was straight edge in high school and college are definitely not still, you yeah. know, and if you are fucking great for you, that's awesome. Um, but what I noticed about all those straight edge kids that we knew, especially in the scene and shit that would come around, is that they always went and did extreme sports. You really? know, like like there, there would be the ones that would be like, I'm jumping out of a plane or or I'm doing whatever it is, you know, or like I fucking, you know, play full contact contact hockey or, you know, whatever it is. Get and the it, aggression yeah, out. And it, well, it's, it's like, yeah, cool. I get it. That's how you're getting high because that's yeah. a fucking high, too. I jumped out of a fucking plane. I jumped out of a plane. That was the highest that I ever felt in my life. I wasn't stoned. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't on anything. The, the, the next day after I touched that ground again was the biggest buzz that I've ever had in my life. It fucking, you know, like... What do you mean the next? Like you woke up and thought about it and you were like... I'm talking Ooh. about for, for the next 24 hours after oh, I landed gotcha, kind gotcha, of thing. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was intense. It was an intense I'm thing. I'm sure. i never done that shit, but I, I'm, you know, I could feel that rush, you know? Yeah, so... I know what heights are all about. So I guess what my point is, is no matter who you are, you're always looking to change your brain chemistry somehow. Yeah. Whether it's naturally, which would definitely be the best way, getting endorphins from, from uh, exercising and eating healthy and shit... Or fucking dropping acid or doing dope or whatever the fuck it is. I remember. But I don't uh, think there's one person out there that's like just cool with just staying stable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's impossible. Right. Every man needs a vice. I remember the <laughs> uh, a drummer of a band that we used to play with was a straight edge kid. But I remember he was like a full blown sex addict. Like he was fucking sticking his dick in shampoo bottles and shit. Like, really? Yeah, he just wanted to fuck everything. <laughs> Wait. How can you fit your dick in a shampoo <laughs> I don't bottle? know. I, it just popped in there. That has to be the world's smallest yeah. dick. It's Hitler fucking a shampoo <laughs> bottle. Oh, yeah. Old, old micropene Hitler. Yeah. I forgot about micropene Hitler. Micropene. With his fucking... And his hole was like in his sack instead of the, the tip of his dick Really? Or yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Did, you, did we ever talk about that on here? Yeah. I will not that it was coming out of his sack, but we talked about how Hitler had a micropene. Yeah, yeah. Like a tiny little dick. And then they yeah. think... They, they they theorize that he. That's had, why he was so pissed. He also, but he had a condition which is actual. I read up on it, and it's an actual condition that still happens to this day. Which means that 
every once in a while you might be walking by some dude who doesn't have the hole on the tip of his dick it's actually like on the top of his sack no and pee comes out that way comes out of the sack (laughs) which by the way can't be controllable that would has to be Mm. like a fucking wacky fucking sprinkler going all over the place down and piss probably oh just let it leak out into the toilet he has a smaller dick than china the china is the ziggy nose winner damn that day that they showed me that shit i went home thinking about that and i could not sleep well was the the, your famous ziggy nose the the story that you talked about on this podcast which sparked the ziggy nose phenomenon worldwide Mm -hmm. how big was that in comparison to china's ziggy nose uh it was definitely not as big as china's ziggy nose i would consider China's Ziggy nose a micro peen. Really? Yeah. It was that big? From what I remember in the video, I mean, I, once I saw it, I'd never look back. But from what I saw in that video, that's a micro peen, right? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 So uh, that girl, the, the original Ziggy nose was not that big, but because I didn't touch it. You know what I mean? So I don't know what could have had, could have flopped to the left, could have flopped to the right. <laughs> but I just remember that when the underwear came down, this thing like came out. You know, it wasn't just there. It came out. Right. It, it presented itself. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So I had to make quick decisions and play possum. I don't want to do another show where we talk <laughs> about, about or, or about dicks because yeah. we, we definitely did like 45 minutes on dicks last episode. Uh, somebody even tweeted and said, yo, that episode made my dick hurt or something like that. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was hurting too. Um, but I do. I would like to tell this story. Uh, where we were at our friend's bachelor party. Batch- bachelor party? <laughs> Your burn bird is going down. Debbie the car. Debbie the <laughs> car. Um, and uh, somebody pulled up this video on their cell phone. And what it was... Was I there? Uh, I don't believe you were. I don't think so. No, this was uh, th- this was in your dark years. Okay. This was in your, uh, your, your disappearance okay. years. Um, the video was a guy... Jerking off, okay? So his dick is hard, right? He's jerking off. And uh, I guess he's about to come. So what he does is he releases his dick when he's about to come. His dick is split in half. No. So the dick. Why? The did, dick, he, did he do it on purpose? Yeah, it's, he's like, I guess he was one of these like mutilation. Lizard people? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Like I, fucking the dick splits in half, right? And then you see the inside of the dick. What the fuck? And then all the way at the top where the hole is, like, they would start, you know, like, if you were to lob the dick off Bobbit style where the actual hole would be, the semen leaks out of that hole. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how I didn't bring this up in the last episode. Oh, God. Never bring it up again. That's that's worse than the bo- – that's the worst. Why does it split like that? Dude split his dick. I don't know. I have no idea. Flatron dick. And to be honest with you <laughs> – Old Flatron dick. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest with you, I didn't make it through the video. They were passing it around, and you know how fucking I am nowadays. Uh, like yeah. fucking squirmish. I, I, I couldn't even make it through the China video. <laughs> how does X-Pac fuck that? Well, he doesn't anymore, and if he does, he's going to jail. <laughs> Ew. Imagine what China's micropenis looks like now, all dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty fresh, my friend. <laughs> oh. I think it's uh, doing okay. Uh, which by the way you know what i want i want to i I have so many things to say and i'm bouncing all over the place um but i want to uh fucking commend you on something that i heard on this podcast that you said when i went back to do the weekly recap that i heard that you said that i think is probably the most profound thing that i've ever heard you say what do you think about about how selfish it is that people get cemetery plots yeah because because and i believe what you said was that uh that you know you're not here you're not on earth anymore but you're like this is my space exactly that is fucking brilliant my friend i'm gonna give you all the props in the world for thank that. you i don't think i paid much attention to what you said when you said it like normal but when i went back and listened to it i was like holy shit that is fucking perfect yeah in my older grumpier years i'm noticing uh, I focus a lot more on how selfish people are, and it's just amazing how it like flourishes all over this earth like a fucking weed. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, if if you if you uh, decide to focus on that, it's all you'll see. I know, and I and I and and I was like that forever, man. You know, like I I think we talked about it last episode about yeah. the holding the door open and shit like that. Right, right. Like it, it, that is you just you have to in order to survive in this world and not fucking. 
uh, blow your brains out or blow somebody else's brains out is you just have to ignore that shit like it yeah. doesn't even fucking exist. Right. That is what I do, but I just notice it and I'm just like, pathetic. Just know that that there's no, anything that anybody can say or do to you that's negative, uh, it has nothing to do with you. It just doesn't. And I've struggled this forever and now that I know this, it makes fucking life so much easier. But, you know, if somebody fucking like hardcore makes fun of you, fucking... Uh, you know, like tries to put you down, even fucking beat you up or fucking tries to murder you and shit. That has an absolutely nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with them. Yeah. You know, it's just it, so you just like got to fucking roll with the punches. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I used to be the same way, man, especially when I was driving. I get road rage and shit. I mm. fucking, you know, I've had girlfriends be like, I can't drive with you anymore. I'm fucking I can't <laughs> do this. You're fucking a maniac and shit. And now when I drive, I'm like, looking at the birds and shit that's an ex-girlfriend of mine used to say when you drive the brooklyn comes out in you yeah well i mean you grow up in this area and and that's instilled in you at an early age because fucking new jersey drivers are the worst they're just the worst human beings on the face of the earth i know i know from being from jersey we think new york drivers are the worst but they're not new jersey drivers are just the fucking worst people in the world and not not to mention the fact that uh, New Jersey is the most densely populated, so there's just fucking everywhere you go. It, it's just something horrible's happening on yeah, the fucking road. I know. There's there's either an asshole slamming on his brakes, cutting you off. Fucking everyone's trying to merge, and nobody's doing the zipper merge. People are trying to cut up in front of you. Or see, now I'm getting a little fucking uh, uh, angry. I'm gonna Damn let right. it out here. I'm gonna let it out here, so I don't do it All on right. the road. Right. But by far the worst fucking thing that you could do as a human being. And if you fucking do this, I want to let you know that I know I'm not living by my rule right now, but I just want to <laughs> let you know that, fucking kill you. that you are a fucking piece of shit that needs to reevaluate their life. If you're on, well, I'm going to use the parkway as an example. You're on the parkway and you're getting off an exit and there's a lot of traffic getting off that exit and there's a long line of cars that are at a stop or at least moving very slow to filter into that exit. If you're the one car that drives 65 all the way up to the entrance of the exit and then tries to fucking jam itself in at the top of the fucking thing, they are the fucking worst. You know what I hate? This isn't such a bad thing, but it's fucking retarded and I hate it. So you're going to turn off the highway, right? You're in the slow lane. Up ahead is a red light. The car that's in front of you sees the red light up ahead and thinks, you know, they'll kill some time by just rolling to the red light. But you're behind them. You got to make that turn. You got to get off. But you don't want to ride in the shoulder. So you got to wait until the, the, the oh, U-turn yeah. comes up. But they're just rolling along when you could be proceeding at a normal speed to the U-turn. But they see the red light. So they think they could just like stop in the middle of the road because it's a red light and not even creep up to the fucking light. Well, because they uh, because they yeah, because they don't want to come to a full stop. I, I do that sometimes. But I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm cognizant of people people behind me or not maybe i am that asshole <laughs> but i do do that sometimes like if i'm the first to get to the light you know i'll start cruising because i'm like i don't want to come to a complete stop if <laughs> i could like try and time it ride this out and then it turns green then i slowly yeah, step yeah. on the gas and i'm nah, still i know what you mean. i've done that before but i hate when i'm trying to turn off and fuckers are blocking I got into a fucking one time I was leaving work and driving up to Jersey City at, when I first moved up there and I was still working uh down in central Jersey and I fucking uh got into like a screaming match with a limo driver <laughs> and uh and uh, you know what I'm just going to put it out there because it wasn't my proudest Very moment. Very fast, Argyle. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't my proudest moment. Here's the thing. You know, you know how when you get into an argument, especially when when you're a petty person, which I was, uh, and you get into an argument, sometimes you, you're you so enraged that you just want to say the fucking, that you want to cut to the fucking bone, and you just want to say the one thing that you know is going to stall that person in their in their tracks. Yeah, you want to cut deep. Yeah, and, uh, um, and this is going, see, and I could use this as an example from my side of things here, that this had absolutely nothing to do with this guy. It had to do with the fact that I just got off of a bad day of work. I was fucking frustrated. I was on Route 18 trying to get onto Ooh. the right, trying to get onto the turnpike. Ooh. This guy cut me off, and then and then I decided to, I could have just let him cut me off, but I had to be the asshole that rode up uh, on side of him and started yelling at him. Mm. And then he started getting the better of me. He definitely was winning the fight. He had his <laughs> he had his fucking window down, and he's screaming at me. 
uh, I had my girlfriend of like two months at the time. The chick didn't even know. Oh, shit. Didn't even fucking know me yet in the car. <laughs> she jumps out and just rolls down the block. And uh, and and the guy happened to be of an African American persuasion. Oh, did you go racist? No, it's the only Richard. I, you know me. It's okay. But uh, here's 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 what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish I was there. Here's what I'm saying is you know me. Yeah, I the I, I know you're not racist. I well, or uh, yeah, of any I'm not a racist or prejudiced. I also hardly I I will never use the n word. You went hard n as 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 a way to hurt somebody. I would never do that. <laughs> oh, like shit. we might fuck around and say nigga for yeah, uh, for yeah, rapping yeah. or something like that. But I would never ever use that as as hate speech. <laughs> I he the guy got me so fucking mad. He threw a hard and in my, in my fucking brain, the only way to shut him down was to do it. So I fucking screamed it at the top of my lung, full er, no a at the end of that shit. And and you know what happened? He went and went, shut the fuck up. It shut him the fuck down. Damn. And he even like slammed on his brakes a little bit. Like he did not expect that to happen. I feel really bad for this guy. I, well, you know, I was the asshole. I know, you know? And, and, but I feel bad for him. And I, and I, dude, I felt I still. I would rather him get mad at you than have that reaction. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right. Exactly. I feel sorry. Yeah. For it him. was. It's like when you yell at your girlfriend and she cries instead of fucking fights back. <laughs> it was that same thing. That's you, the, the. That's worse. I know. <laughs> I'd rather the bitch cry. <laughs> Dude, I, I shut him oh, down, man. which was the reaction that I was looking for, and it nothing has made me feel that bad. I still think about it to this day. I regret it. It just came out of my mouth like a selfish. I was must have been in such a fucking spell for my shitty job. You know, get thinking about the traffic I was supposed to get on, getting cut I off. I look at you totally different now. It was one time. <laughs> Too bad. It's one time. <laughs> That's all it takes. It was probably from growing up with you, dropping you and your family dropping n bombs left and right my whole life. Stop. Here's an. Uh, remember when we were kids? You used to oh, you would be like because you came from an Italian family yeah, from Brooklyn. Yeah, my grandpa yeah. would drop hard ends all the time. Yeah, right. Exactly. What else do you uh, expect from a, a dude who grew up in Brooklyn in the fucking forties? Yeah, I get it. But but you guys were. Like, but he would also use it as a term of endearment. <laughs> like ah, uh, he was a great nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one time? Uh, me and you, we were driving with your with your family, and uh, your grandfather started telling the story, and he was like, "There was a nigga <laughs> in Asbury Park." <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and and see when that happened, I remember because I was a kid. I come from fucking hippie uh, musician fucking parents who who <laughs> raised me to never say anything negative to anybody. And I remember when he said that, I was like. I was nervous. Scared. Yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> like, what? Did he just say the N-word? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are there going to be race riots? That's that's the, the way I grew up. So for me to selfishly try to shut down an argument using that, I still feel bad. That had to be like seven years ago. That's I still crazy. feel fucking horrible about it. I feel bad for this guy. It would never happen again. Right. <laughs> nah, he's cool. He's a fucking limo driver. He probably, <laughs> as soon as that happened, he probably was rolled up the guile. window, fucking threw on some music, and I was like, fuck that dude. <laughs> but, uh... I'm, you know, I'm the one that loses in that because I, f- I feel horrible Damn. still. He probably forgot about it ten seconds later. You think? It was Imagine de- he still thinks about it. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time this kid in a heart in a fucking beat up <laughs> Ford Explorer called me the N word. I don't know. Uh, what else did I want to say? I'm sorry. How you're a racist bigot? No, I'm. <laughs> oh man, why did I tell that story? Yeah. Why did I tell it? Um, nah, you were just saying how you know if. If you get to the point where you're so enraged and you lash out at someone like that, you lose. You're the one that don't don't let anyone get the best of you like that. You're the one that loses. And I totally agree with that, you know, because you're still you. you no one else's comments are going to change you. No one else's opinion is going to change you unless you let it. You're still you're still the same person. You can't you can't let outside forces manipulate your personality or your character because then, like you said, you lose. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know. Anyway, the story that I wanted to tell before I got into this whole thing that I don't even know where it came from, we were talking about the split dick. Oh, fuck. Why remember remember the split dick? No, no, I forgot all about it. It would be like if you were to take a, twink, no, like no. a Twinkie and cut it down the middle and then like start slowly pushing the, uh, the, the, the frosting up it. That is fucking terrible. But it reminded me of another story. Of a, a friend of ours back in the day who was a who was a uh, a punk rocker that we used to hang out with. I guess you could you could have called him maybe a, like a crust punk. He was a 
one of these dudes that didn't shower very much wore bondage pants and had the ass flap and the cutoff <laughs> shirt and the fucking you know the whole nine he looked like a squatter punk kind of dude and um he and uh he got into some crazy shit and me and you were working uh at the deli that we used to work at in high school or right after high school mm-hmm. that we've talked about on this show episode like six probably and um he came in and he would come in every once in a while and i'd give him a free sandwich or a free soda or something like hey what's up you know because he didn't have any money and shit he came in one day looking for a free sandwich or a soda and while i'm talking at, to him i looked down at his his bondage pant front area and the whole thing was just a brown you could tell that there had been a red liquid that was that was all over his pants that had then dried, right? So it was like a brown copper kind of stain on the front like of his blood? pants. Right. This is what I'm getting at. If you're gonna say a split dick. No, no, no. <laughs> you're that worried about the split <laughs> yes, dick? Yes, I never want to hear that word again. Um so I I looked down in his pants and I said, Hey man, uh what's going on with your fucking pants? Like, are you bleeding? Are you are you shot? Are you hemorrhaged? And he said Oh no, uh, agent who was who was this dude that that we used to used to be around or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like he did this for me. Proceeded to whip out his cock, and when he whipped out his cock, there was a fucking Prince uh, Albert. It was a, yeah, it was a oh. it was but it was a fucking uh, padlock. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? He had a fucking padlock through his dick. And it was the most uh, unsanitary. Holy shit! You could t- you could tell that this didn't this didn't happen. And there was no autoclave. There was no rubbing alcohol. There was no sanitary conditions anywhere. This just happened in the middle of a fucking room someplace. Probably why people Whoa. were drunk. Dude, and he just let making it. Making me so nauseous. He just let it bleed out onto his pants. Holy fuck! You all right? Oh, that's disgusting. That is worse than the split. I'd rather have a fucking my dick split in twine and then have a fucking rusty padlock dangling from the tip. <sighs> yeah, it was it was very weird. Like a master lock. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's stupid. And then what if you lose the key? <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> you have to get fucking bolt cutters down there, too close to the shaft. Holy shit, man! I was worried about him. What a psycho! I wonder if he's still walking around with that in him now. I have no idea. I haven't seen him <laughs> How in do you years. Fuck? Right. You gotta find a gatekeeper. Well, to <laughs> be honest, master. I'm pretty sure he wasn't pulling in too much puss yeah. anyway, you know. Especially wearing kilts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was one of the many things that happened crazy at Bob's Market in Dildo, yeah, my friend. that place was a fucking circus. You texted me the other day with uh, with Stevie O, rest in peace. What, what was the line? Oh, it's what he said to me. He used to love ripping on me. That's, Stevie uh, O was... Our one-legged alcoholic buddy. Yeah, did we talk about him? We it's, mentioned them. It's hard to tell what we talk about on these We episodes. mentioned them. We mentioned how he, you know, he was the... Uh, the one-legged alcoholic. That yeah, he was an amputee. Would always start the riffraff. He was a raging alcoholic. Uh, fucking, he was like in his mid-40s. Who had e- Ebola. Work, working for his brother, working at his brother's deli with two fucking 17-year-old kids fucking uh, making pork or egg and cheese for whoever. And he was the funniest human being that's ever lived. And, and he loved ripping on me. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> So uh, one day I came to work. I used to ride my bike to work and shit. So I, I, I came to work and uh, I think I had to leave work early because I was starting college or whatever. And my mom was taking me shopping for clothes. And he would always sit there with his fucking like fake leg off to the side, all drunk and shit, hunched over and look at us and laugh and shit. And, and he was the type of guy that, you know, he wore glasses and he would always look at you above the glasses that are like resting on his nose. So he'd give you the look above the glasses and he looks at me and he goes... You ride your bike to work, your mom takes you shopping for clothes, and you bitch about girls. You are some kind of a homo. <laughs> that was fucking great. He was an awesome dude. Uh, my favorite thing that he ever said was uh, he was he was taking orders. Remember, he's always be like, Mah. yeah, Mah. and yeah. Uh, he, he was taking orders and, and yit yit, <laughs> and you were in the back, fucking making whatever food. And uh, he used to always call you different fucking nicknames all the time. <laughs> yeah. And somebody ordered a buttered roll, and he went, buttered roll! Buttered roll! 
<laughs> he had he was so dry on nicknames he couldn't think anything so he just called you butter roll and fucking laugh forever that is hilarious i always think about that man that fucking i dude i miss those fucking times just, i know just chain smoking fucking cigarettes worried about going to band practice and then going out and getting drunk and getting laid and yeah shit. grabbing a bottle of travelers club at 10 30 in the morning just getting smashed off of vodka by by noon making people fucking bacon egg and cheeses and shit and fucking. how did we get home from work <laughs> Because we were both blackout the fuck drunk. I think you drove. Oh, I drove all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was I was a fucking I was proud like it like an idiot. I was proud of my prowess. You're drunk of driving. Drug, of yeah. drunk driving. I, I used to talk about it like I was. It was I made some feet and shit. Like how good I was at uh, at not getting DWIs and everything mm-hmm. until. I got out of five consecutive DWIs by the grace of fucking God and then shut it down. And I've never driven drunk since then. That's smart. Yeah. I think five well, I've also, I've also haven't had a car in like six years or yeah. whatever. So that kind of yeah, takes true. away from it. But it uh, does help. But yeah, I fucking, uh, yeah, I used to drive all the time. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. My, my, my uh, theory was that you can't get a DWI when it's sunlight, when it's sun, when it's daytime and when um, fucking uh, it's raining out. That was my two things. The only time I was ever a little that's worried. That's a good theory. I never got a DUI in, in the day. Yeah, my dude, getting hammered in the fucking day and driving around town was like my favorite activity. <laughs> yeah, I was probably like going up curbs and shit, but I didn't give a fuck because I was like, it's daylight. No one's going to pull yeah. me over. I was always just worried about the one, two in the morning uh, coming home from someplace when, you know, most people got out of bars and the, and the sharks are out looking for their fucking yeah. prey and shit. Well, I remember we would get all ripped up around here and then you would drive to the 19th hole in Staten Island. Holy then we'd get shit. even more ripped up there and you'd drive home from Staten Island from the 19th hole. Uh, number one, totally <laughs> fucking forgot about the 19th hole. <laughs> really? Totally, yes. That place, <laughs> that place was the Mecca. That pl- okay, so f- uh, so for anybody, uh, I, I, I don't think anybody knows about this place. No, I know. But I'm <laughs> trying to explain shithole. it. It was it was a bar in Staten Island that I think was run by the mob or some shit. It was, <clears> yeah. And for some reason, there was some, either they ignored the law or there was some sort of loophole where you could. Dr- they were letting people 18 and over drink there. <laughs> there was no loophole. Well, uh, but, but how was it? How was it then? They just let us drink. Well, we were we would show our real IDs. We were 18 years old, and they would let us in. But how is that possible? Because it had been going on for a while. Like we found out. Yeah, and then the helicopters started coming in <laughs> and shut that bitch down. You're right. There, there was a lot of shit. That <laughs> Remember went down the there. choppers? Yeah, like helicopters literally came and raided this fucking place. Landed in the street, and there was a White Castle right around the corner. And I remember one night the cops raided the place, so we left and went to White Castle. And as I was eating fucking burgers and cheese fries at White Castle, I was looking out the window, seeing some kid that was in the fucking bar running down the middle of the street with two cops running with their guns drawn behind <laughs> them. And I was just sitting there going like, this is fucked up. And then I got in my car and drove home drunk. Yeah. And it was great because uh, from we would get there, I don't know, maybe around like 9 o'clock. And then up till midnight, it was $5 pitchers. Right. Remember that? Yeah. So there was about 20 of us that would go there at a clip. And we'd all get pitchers and we'd be fucking blackout drunk by midnight. And then the pitchers stopped, but then they would throw on the fucking strobe lights and the dance floor kicked in. So yeah. we'd all be rocked doing whatever. And then, like you said, White Castle was right next door. So how else do you top off a night of Yeah, music? and we used to go there all the fucking time. All just the, get every hammered. weekend. We go in the 19th hole. And then, you know, like everything else, it turned into fucking the steak exchange. Like all Raritan started going. Like yeah, right. random people we weren't even friends with heard about it. And then it got ruined. Yeah, right. Uh, you know what? Let's put let's make that six DWIs that I fucking got out of <laughs> because I remember now driving home from that bar, getting on to going to make a uh, tur- turn like on an on ramp, probably onto two eighty seven or whatever. To and you sideswiped somebody, didn't you? I, not I didn't side sideswipe somebody. They were turning at so both of our cars were turning right at the same time, and I kind of just hooked right. And pretty much just front on like t like t barred them. So it was the side of their car. I hit like this the, their like driver's side door. The car went like over. I just turned my car right and just kept driving. And then they never fucking caught up with me or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was the first days of Big Blue. I I remember driving home from yeah. It was definitely one of my Crown Victorias. Yeah, for sure. I remember driving home from there one time 
and seeing uh, somebody was in like a red fucking expensive sports car, like a Corvette or a Lamborghini or some I don't know cars, so I don't know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. One of these fucking something expensive that would be things. on a poster in 1990. And and uh, they same thing. It might have been, even been the same on ramp because there was guardrails on each side, and they fucking tried to take off, and I just watched this thing ping pong like <laughs> Good. like ping pong 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 and every time it hit more parts of the car were flying off to the point where it just stopped and was smoking it was fucking <laughs> nuts my favorite uh my favorite story at the at the fucking um 19th hole was uh i was sitting there uh, again we would go there and get fucking hammered drunk mm-hmm. And I was sitting there with... Some and they would let us smoke blunts at the tables. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd get fucking stoned to shit. That was the most crooked bar on the planet. Uh, I wonder if they're still around. They can't be. No they, way. They they're, must have they're got all shut down. Up. <laughs> that place is a quick check right now. Um, I was sitting at the bar, and uh, I, was, I was talking to this girl who we went to high school with. Uh, it, this, was, this was towards the end where, where the rowdy nights started coming yeah, and yeah. shit. And I was hammered drunk, and I was talking to this chick, and we ended up making out, right? And this is just whatever. It, it just, it, just picture this girl being the last person in the world that I would ever make out with. Okay, <laughs> okay. you see what I'm saying? Like, like we were from two completely different sides of the tracks. We were both just hammered. We ended up hooking up at a bar, which is this skeezy Staten Island 18 to drink fucking <laughs> 18 to drink warm fucking pitchers of Coors Light. Zero smoke, to enter, 18 to drink, smoking a fucking blunt. Uh, at the fucking bar and and uh and so we're sitting there afterwards and i keep looking over to the other side of the bar like where the bar hooks around and there's this hot fucking um, unbelievably hot chick standing there and i guess i was a little drunk i get a little you know what on top of my my uh liarness i was gonna say you start lying (laughs) on top of my uh, uh untruthfulness when i get really really drunk i also sometimes I catch myself staring a little bit. Oh yeah, I might be a little bit of a starer. And he <laughs> turned into a straight creep. I am <laughs> fucking calling limo drivers the n word. Fucking staring, <laughs> lying to everybody. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, so I, I guess I, I think what happens is I'll lock. I'll, I'll see somebody that I find attractive or, or something that's interesting that's going on. And by the time I realize I'm actually staring, like I've already been staring for a little bit because in my mind I'm like, whatever. So I, so I guess, I guess I had, uh, looked over at this attractive woman a few times while I'm sitting next to this, this other girl that I just made out with. Finally, the attractive chick comes walking over to the bar to where we are and she taps me on the shoulder and she goes, excuse me. And I was like, Hey, what's up? And she was like, do you, is there a problem or something? And I was like, no, why? And she was like, well, you've uh, you've been staring over at in my corner of the bar for for a while now, and every time I look, you're you're like looking at me or whatever. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm fucking I'm hammered. I, I guess I'm just spacing out." I was really embarrassed. You want to hear know? some lies? I was yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I was really embarrassed, and she goes, "Oh well, uh, you know, me and my boyfriend uh, were looking at you." And your girlfriend, <laughs> oh, swingers, and 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 I was like, yeah. And she was like, uh, so I don't know if you guys kind of like want to hang out. Like, are you in-? like she was she was doing the thing. Like we're swingers. Yeah, yeah, we think yeah. you guys are attractive. Now this is a girl that I hardly ever talked to in my life, let alone just made out with. Didn't care about fucking whatever. Was she down with it? No. Here's the fucking ah. thing. Here I I turned to this girl and I looked at her and I was like please please can we make this happen and she was like no fucking way you th- you think i'm gonna go home with this couple and, and we're gonna have like a fucking uh like a sex swap and shit and, <laughs> sex swap. and the girl was the girl who came up to me was so fucking hot and, oh, and it was man. it was the best situation for me because that wasn't my girlfriend i didn't give a shit if another guy had sex with her I, you know what i mean like oh. it would have been the so i was literally like giving her the fucking hand clamp like please make this happen in my life please make this happen and then she shut uh, the fuck down sucks yeah. but it was it was a uh, it was a fun yeah, funny that experience was, that's a good opening that's a good <laughs> shit man we should go back there let's <laughs> find them <laughs> well if it's still around i don't know nah man that shit's fucking boarded up <laughs> the 19th shitty you know it's weird because 
that 18 years old used to be the drinking age in the United States. Yeah. You know? Maybe that was like a fucking wormhole to the 1970s or some shit. <laughs> like we were, like it was uh, that Life on Mars show or something. Like we fucking, <laughs> we're, we were already dead, but we were just living in this fucking, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But, but what I'm saying is, I guess I realize why they upped the age to 21 because we weren't able to handle it. No. Going to a fucking bar at 18 years old and getting hammered mm. drunk and driving home and yeah. having no consequences and shit. Yeah. I honestly don't think 21, like, it, I'm not saying that they should up the drinking age. I mean, I, I'm totally for the whole, if you're old enough to go die for your country, you should be old enough to have a fucking beer thing. But, you know, 21 isn't old either. You're still yeah. you're still an undeveloped fucking retard at 21 right. years old. Well, the know? only real difference is you could go to a bar, you know, because what stops you from boozing before you're 21? Nothing. You no, get no, plenty no. of booze. Yeah, right. But I'm just talking about going to a bar, going driving a bar. home, making yeah. bad decisions, mm-hmm. you know, all that shit. Yeah. Because p- people think that 21-year-olds are grown up. And I remember when I was younger thinking once I'm 21 that I was going to be some like, you know, like, Sophisticated fuck, yeah, like I was going to have a savings account and a fucking, <laughs> and, a, and, a, and an apartment and a dog and a car and, you know, all the fucking picket fence and shit. Damn, hell no. You're still a fucking retarded baby when you're 21 years old. Absolutely. At least guys are. I, I can't speak for women. but Some women are too. Yeah, right. The I th- drunks. I think me- I think women mentally mature quicker than dudes. Mm-hmm. So like they're they're more apt to maybe start planning their life earlier or something like that. Yeah. But but I've never met I've never ever met a twenty one year old guy who had his shit together in the least. Nah, it's never happened. Nah, me neither. So, and they, and if they do, they're like you know borderline aliens, <laughs> like really weird fuckers. Or they, or they came on to like you know some like fucking Zuckerberg, you know, just happened yeah. to, or something like that, you know, yeah, came some on to, weird shit. But you never meet those dudes anyway, right? You know, yeah. I mean, I I know I know a, a handful of fucking people in their thirties that are still fucking maniac retards. Yeah, two of them are sitting in this room right now I was talking just to gonna each say other. That. I was just gonna say that. Just gonna say that. Just gonna say hello. I'm <laughs> Richard. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't fucking yeah. know. It's. Do you ever grow? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Do you ever grow up? I don't think they're You're asking the wrong dude. No, but I, honestly, regardless of the fact that m- me and you fucking are these weird fucking people and the way that we act and shit. But what I'm talking about is, is there ever a moment? And I'm I'm legitimately asking this. I don't have an answer to it. I don't even know if I have a theory on it. But is there ever legitimately a moment where you feel? Like, let's say you, you achieve all, all the milestones in life. You know, you fucking get a good career, start making good money, meet the woman, uh, get married, have a kid, buy a house, all that shit. Is there a certain point in your life where you're fucking 38 years old and you're sitting in your house with your wife and your kid and shit and you say to yourself, I'm an adult now. I've made it. <laughs> I have no idea. Because I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think that that happens. I think that everybody, no matter what their age is, uh, is just flying by the seat of their pants, trying to fucking survive in this world. That's and, it, you know. That's and it. And you always just look up. You always just look to the people that are older than you. That might have a little bit more than, than you have been around a little bit longer than you, and hopefully they could give you some information. And you think that those people have the answers, but they don't have the fucking right. answers. Well, every, I think everyone that gives advice in this world are people that they and the people that give good advice. Let's say. People that know the right thing to do, but don't necessarily do it. Right. Like, I could give someone fucking great advice because I have half a brain, you know, and I know what's right and what's wrong. It's not necessarily what I do. Right. I'll give you good advice to make yourself better, (laughs) you know, because I know what's good. Doesn't mean I choose to do it. Yeah. You know? I just wonder, like, uh, you know, like fucking, okay, if Donald Trump, Donald Trump's a fucking billionaire or whatever the fuck he is, he's been successful since, I mean, basically the day he shot out of his mom's vag because, you know, they were a wealthy family to begin with. He's always been a successful elite guy. He has kids. He's got a fortune. And now there's a very probable chance that he's going to be the president of the United States of America. Do you think when he's finally sitting behind that desk, House of Cards style, is he going to sit there and think, all right, I'm a fucking adult. I made it. 
Or is he still going to be, if he's, he's just going to be sitting there and thinking like, oh shit, what the fuck do I do now? Now I got to make this up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Probably that. I think that's what life is. That I think is. life is just fucking getting to a next point and then being fucking scared shitless of what's coming and trying to figure that the yeah, fuck out. Yeah, and then you make your decisions and then your decisions uh, tell your tale. That's it. What well, the hell is it? That's it. <laughs> I guess. It's fucking scary. Life is scary, my friend. Yeah. I you know I might be getting a little uh, a, a little uh, sensitive about it because I'm fucking uh, through the roof exhausted and yeah and, I mean life is scary but it's fucking awesome you know we get to do so much cool shit if we want and they're they're really you know all your decisions are your own you know as long as you live your life by your terms then you know yeah but how many people out there do not live their lives by their own terms a lot of people right that's a lot what I'm of saying. people but i'm saying as long as you don't live like that then life can be fucking awesome and amazing you know what i really find uh an interesting concept i don't know if it'll work or not i don't know if it'll ever come up or not but you know there's been a lot of uh talk now about sorry i forget the actual term for it um i'm blanking on that but what it basically what it is is in the future, uh, when when computers take most of the jobs that are going to be available for the most part, uh, a large percentage of, of America and probably the world are going to be out of work. You know, there's not going to be regular work for people. So ultimately, a lot of economists theorize that what's going to happen is that we're going to go to a program where basically people just get a stipend from the government yeah. to live. Right. Okay. That to me is very interesting. Not because I'm against free enterprise, not because I don't think that that people that work hard should shouldn't get the, you know their lion's share of the money, not because I'm trying to be some slacker and I would like the government just to give me money to live on or anything like that, but I find it interesting because the amount of people that would normally be stuck in some sort of shitty job, some sort of office job, some sort of a job that just doesn't work for their their life would then be free to pursue whatever it is in life that makes them happy. True. So if if now if we're in a situation where it, 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 let's just say almost everybody is pursuing what makes them happy because the people that are going to be running the businesses that the, that the computers are working for obviously enjoy business and being a businessman because you have to enjoy business that much to get to that level. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's something that they, they or, or, or at the very least they enjoy greed and wealth, whatever that's that may what be. I was right? Say, but yeah. And then everybody else who doesn't give a shit about that will now not have to fucking bag groceries at the supermarket or fucking be a dispatcher or whatever it may be. Yeah. And they'll actually be able to have time, you know. But but the, I find it interesting because what will people also do with that i mean it could easily just slide off into idiocracy where instead instead happen. of people starting to paint everyone's or, gonna become whales and just watch tv yeah it's, that's what's gonna happen well i mean i guess that's the pessimistic view of it and, and you're probably correct but i've been thinking about that lately as i've been reading these articles is that you know what will that spawn and and i would like to think that it would spawn a a, a new maybe an age like a renaissance of creativity where now Everybody's just creating. That's shit. a great way to look. It'd be at awesome. It. But if you look at it this way, look at people that are on disability and welfare. Are they out creating amazing things with their all their free time? No, they're fucking eating Cheetos. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but also, you know, the thing with welfare is, and I'm not defending people that are on welfare, and I'm not, and I'm not degrading it. I'm just saying, right, well, know. right, right. But the thing, but the thing with welfare is, is that people assume that people that are on welfare. Or just sitting back and fucking kicking back while while the government's paying for them to live. Now they are getting free money from the from the government, but it's not a good life. Right? They're 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 stressed out. They're struggling. They live in poverty. They're, they're never hungry. That's for damn sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. Sure. But what I'm saying is, it's not. Although it may be a free life, it's not a comfortable life. You understand? Yeah. Whereas if this this plan that they talk about, if everybody was making it's no one's going to be wealthy. Everyone might just be making 50 or 60 grand a year, but it'll be enough to at least have your place enough money for food. You don't have to worry about. Yeah. Fi fi financial. Yeah, you know? It could be a good thing, but well, it could be the destructor.
you know? Yeah, I, I it, it's, it, for me, it's fucking fascinating. Out of anything that might happen in the future that we might be lucky enough to be alive for, that's something that I'm really, like, fucking looking forward to. That, that will really, you know, show what what kind of person you really are, you know? Uh, do you want to get out there and enjoy your life and hustle and create things? Or since you're getting this free money, are you just going to say, ha-ha, government, and fucking eat Cheetos, you know? Yeah, right. I, I mean, it could be, it could be a, a, like a lower form of natural selection in a way. Exactly. You know? uh, there, there's, Trim the fat. There's so, much, there's so much that could happen in it that it's, uh, it's a fascinating concept, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. It's time for this country to trim the fat. I'm going to go take a piss. <laughs> All right, we're out anyway. Thank you for everybody who's been sending in uh, band names for our Name Our Band contest that's been going on for a few weeks. We're going to keep it going. Um, we're probably going to do another round uh, where we eliminate some in the next few podcasts. So keep sending in the, the submissions for the contest. Uh, Awkward High Five Podcast at Gmail, Awkward HI5 on Twitter. We're on Snapchat and Facebook and all the different outlets you can find us there. Also, like I always say, go on iTunes and leave a written review. And once we have 100 written reviews, we're going to throw a party and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll see you in future days. So many smoke-filled years have passed Wrapped in paper inside glass My eyes were red when you were here But now you're not in there clear, my dear Hey, lover, where did you go? Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.